0: Welcome to yet another episode of the weekly regular. My name is Asan, and I am joined once again by Derek Nickel. What's up, Derek?
1: What's up, buddy? How are you doing on this fine day today?
0: I'm all right. It is Monday, the start of a new week. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good.
1: It's it's a little less hot today when we're recording, so I'm not as miserable.
0: Still shirtless, yeah,
1: but not as miserable.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not as is not as miserable today, uh here either. Um Which is good. Th- be- no, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was go gonna ahead. say the only thing that makes a little bit miserable is that there uh there's been some construction going on out in the the street for like oh. the past two weeks. So if you hear random truck noises, it's going to be that. But <laughs> trucks and
1: jackhammers and the like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Men tools, apparently,
1: as mm-hmm. society has deemed it, although I'm sure women could do that job just as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Old-timey construction workers catcalling women on the street from the crossbeams they're sitting on. Eating lunch. Yeah, out of their <laughs> steel lunch boxes. All of that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah,
1: you know, old-timey construction's the worst. Mm-hmm. I prefer modern construction, where yeah. they, with lasers and robots and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um,
0: but yeah, so that's, that's what's going on over here. How was your week?
1: Yeah. Uh, it was good. It was good. I watched some, watched some things. Um, yeah, I got some stuff in to watch, which was, which was fun. Some old stuff as well as some new stuff. Um, and, uh, let's see what else. My toe has just been getting better after I broke it. So, um, I'm actually able to start walking again like I used to, which would be good. Um, so that's kind of the only reason I haven't been as busy as I normally am is just because I've been kind of laid up because of my toe. Yeah. But other than that, I'm ready to get back in the swing of things, ready to, uh, yeah, at least be mobile again and walk the dog.
0: There you go. Get
1: out of the house.
0: We know, we know. Get out of your house. That was from. Uh, did you ever? Did you watch Hey Arnold as a kid?
1: Uh, a little bit here and there. See, we didn't really have any of the cable stuff growing up, so I missed out um, on a lot of uh, a lot of our childhood touchstones. I had to yeah. find out through second or tertiary means.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know, like uh, you know, kind of um, word of mouth kind of thing. I never yeah. was able. I, if I was able to watch it, it was either when I was visiting my grandma. Or visiting another friend's house that had, like, Nickelodeon or something like that. Okay. But then also, because we didn't have that, because my parents didn't have cable, they would wonder why we would be glued to the television every time we went to my grandma's house. And I'm like, well, because we're watching things that we need to survive in the jungles of of <laughs> elementary school and middle school. Yes.
0: I need this. <laughs> like, I'm not
1: doing this because I want to. I'm doing it for research so I don't look like an idiot.
0: Yeah. Now, parents, uh, to quote the... Uh to quote the uh, the ever-prolific prophet, Will Smith, parents, uh, as it were, just don't understand.
1: They don't. They
0: don't. Um, uh, well, that's good. I'm glad your toe's healing up, um, getting some rest and whatnot. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think what I do this week. Um, I, I, what did I do? Oh, I've been playing, um, I went back, I'm going back through Titanfall 2. Okay. Um, which is a lot of fun. Um it's a good game. If you've never played it, uh, it's really really fun. Much better than the first one, if I yes. might add. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? I've been
1: going uh, back back through uh, Black Flag.
0: Oh, okay. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed, how's mm-hmm. that?
1: It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. The you know, it's what what I what I used to talk about with you all the time when we talked about those games is that the Valhalla is the most fluid transition between fighting and free free climbing. You know. Or free yeah. running, whereas with Black Flag you have to like climb, then stop, let go of the controllers for like just a split second, and then you can move just to give the computer a second or the game a second to like think. It's a yeah. little slow on that. Um, the yeah. naval warfare is tons of fun, as just as I remembered it being, um, and that's really the highlight of the game. So much so that Ubisoft um, is creating a game that's just that naval warfare side of things. Mm-hmm. It just can't, it's coming out for the PlayStation Five, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. Um, they've been working on it for like eight years, so I hope it's good.
0: Um, they, have they ever done like they, a modern yeah. naval warfare game?
1: Oh, I'm sure.
0: Like, I'm sure fun. there's like one out submarines there. submarines and aircraft carriers and whatnot. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I'm sure there's one out there. Some yeah. sort of battlefield simulator.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Four-star general simulator.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun, I feel like. It would be. Um and maybe Taylor Kitsch could be there and there could be aliens. <gasps> oh, and Rihanna? Yeah. <laughs> because reasons? Who? Uh, here's what I don't understand about that movie, right?
1: There's a lot of things we don't understand about that movie, but what specifically do you want to talk about
0: today? <laughs> like, who was the person in the in the meeting who was like, "Okay, we know, you know, Transformers is huge. Uh, Hasbro uh is it, the there's a lot of properties here. We want to do Battleship." Okay, cool. You know, we've got an we've got an agreement. The Navy's on board. You know, we've 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 got uh, Peter Berg's lined up to direct. This is going to be a big epic summer blockbuster movie. Who was the person who was like, "You know what this movie needs? Vague aliens." <laughs> Vaglians? Yes, yeah, Vaglians. I just thought it was a weird choice. Like it's a like
1: <sighs> Well, here's here's what it is and what I imagine it to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, off the hot hot massive success of the of the board game battleship Mm -hmm. you know the one that everybody was talking about more so than anything else on during that year they decided to make a movie out of it now Uh how do you make a movie out of a game where you're literally setting things up on a grid going b7 miss (laughs) um just that fun-filled game for hours um no i just i just want to know who decided to greenlit Greenlight a movie based on a board game. Like it worked for Clue, but that was a rarity. Like Battleship yeah. doesn't have enough personality, and there's nothing to do with aliens. So my my imagine my my thought would be that they decided to go with Vaglians because they didn't want them killing other people. Because if it was just war,
0: <laughs> it's just a war movie. It's
1: just a war movie. Yeah. You know, this way they had to get, and, and I mean, you also have to figure out ways, because if you you know your movie's going to tank that hard, which I know they knew it would. You have to find ways to make merchandise, and aliens sell action figures, so.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the way you do it, if I'm going to do a battleship movie, alright, and, and here's my pitch, and it's even high concept, like sci-fi-ish kind of fun popcorn, but it's a little bit more grounded, and you don't have to have random aliens, right? Right. So I would have a, a, a battleship a uh Good. Like a, you're already s- halfway there, <laughs> yeah, I've had the half the battles, half the battles one half
1: the battleship is one,
0: <laughs> all right, so there's a battleship um and it's transporting some kind of like high-tech weaponry like some kind of nuke or some kind of something, some kind and, of cannon that
1: fires in a grid formation,
0: yeah, it's completely like black ops, no one you know besides the generals that put the mission together know about this uh no, it's not a public thing they're transporting it from one. Uh, place to another place um this like pseudo you know uh paramilitary organization gets wind of this somehow from spying and other things of that nature and they're like we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna steal that that weapon but the way we're gonna do it is is we're going to uh essentially like <laughs> they've they like basically reroute the battleship into, like, a, a storm, like, a really thick storm... Okay. Um, ...by, you know, by some carefully orchestrated, like, spies, like, moles within the ship, or, like, some kind of combat maneuvers, like, where they, where they like, force the ship into, like, off course into, like, this storm, right? Okay. And so the ship is is stuck in this storm, not sure how many enemies there are on the other side of the storm, uh, and they're kind of blind, and so they have to... They have to then work to figure out, like the game Battleship, by trial and error, where the enemies are and try to take them out and maneuver their way through this crazy storm. And, uh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I you can watch have, watch that like, movie. Yeah, it sounds like... A, and you can have it be as or Look, fun I watched or the as, original
1: Battleship, so clearly I'll watch almost anything.
0: <laughs> clearly I have no standards for I have for no myself. standards or... or. <laughs> 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 oh. Um, <laughs> no standards no. for my life, and you can even have Taylor Kitsch. Why not? Why not?
1: He needs a hit. <laughs>
0: yeah, he
1: desperately true. needs a hit. Like that's I feel true. bad for him, man. Like one false move with uh, what was it, John Carter, and he just got railroaded.
0: I mean, he was in Lone Survivor, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure made which I'm sure made money, made dozens of dollars. <laughs> yeah,
1: <clears throat> I watched it. Hundreds it was fine. And
0: hundreds of people have seen that movie. Yeah, um, like
1: I watched it. It was it was a fine movie. It was all just propaganda for the military.
0: Yeah, that's that's the problem with those movies. It's all just like it's just a commercial for the Marines. <laughs> I,
1: yeah, basically, it's a toy commercial. Look what you could play with if you were a Marine.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, you want to kill people? Sign up. <laughs> uh, should we go through some of the the stuff? That we've sent each other throughout yeah. the week, and then we can kind of get into this week's episode? Let's um We it. can start. You said that you saw uh, a movie, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I saw Samaritan this week.
0: Okay. With and that's the a Sylvester- movie, not a series, right? It's
1: a movie, not a series, yes. Um, and I'm so glad it's a movie, not a series.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's the one with Sylvester Stallone, where he plays mm-hmm. the um, the superhero, in quotes, that has gone into hiding, um, mm-hmm. and helps this, this kid... You know, um, it's terrible. Got it. It's not good. Like, it's one of those. I'm going to suggest you don't even watch it. Okay. Like, that's how bad it was. Normally, you know me, I'm game. If it's bad, I'll be like, you should watch it just because it's hilarious and like all that Mm -hmm. stuff to watch them flounder. There's no joy in this movie. There isn't even like joy in making a movie. You know what I mean? There's just no joy in this film like it is a slog from beginning to end the props are cheap like the you could tell they tried to do their best with the budget that they had but the stuff that they envisioned on their budget was a little bit more expensive than what they got oh. but they still tried to make the vision happen anyway which I'm like you got to pivot at that point and figure something else out but
0: that's you unfortunate know,
1: it is it was very unfortunate and i was actually severely hoping that there would be a a vehicle that could carry Sylvester Stallone a little bit, mm-hmm. because after his last foyer as Rambo, left a it left a real bad taste in my mouth for the actor mm-hmm. in general and for you know just his movies. Um, but we didn't get that. I was hoping we would get a vehicle that could carry him, that he could just kind of do his thing and not have to lift it. But they were expecting him to do a lot of lifting for this movie, mm-hmm. and he's just too tired. So it doesn't really work. The bad guy was too cartoonish. The prop that they had looked like something you would have in like a high school like um, production, like theater production. It was just all the way around bad.
0: Yeah, that sounds that that's unfortunate. Like I I had, you know, the story sounds the story, the comic book story sounded really cool. So I was like looking forward to seeing it come to life. But it's a bummer that it's like (laughs) so bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, the kid and Sylvester Stallone are supposed to have this chemistry. They don't really. Like, it's just, it's all around just like a, I wouldn't suggest. If you're listening to this and you do really still want to watch it, then do that. But uh, do it with a drink.
0: Yeah. That's never bad advice.
1: No, it's never. Do it with a drink or um, smoke out before you do it. But put mm-hmm. yourself in an altered mental state. So you'll you'll definitely enjoy it if you're in that. I went into it cold, sober, and was... My response was, what what is this?"
0: <laughs> well, we wish Sylvester Stallone the best.
1: <laughs> A speedy recovery.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly from this movie.
1: no i uh, I do, I do too, you know, but it is one of those that like it just you know oh, speaking of movies that are based off of things that we have no idea, uh Disneyland still has that big Thunder Mountain movie in the in the works.
0: That's true. I wonder what the uh, is there any 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 details on the plot or anything? No. Yeah. Aliens. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's gonna be random, vague aliens and um, miners. Yeah. <laughs> Children,
1: not actual, but not in a cave like picking for gold.
0: <laughs> there might be some of that.
1: Oh, well, there's minor miners.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, people under eighteen who are picking for gold in caves. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what the story is going to... Is there like a... I haven't been on that ride. I haven't been to Disneyland in a while, but I also haven't been on that ride in a while. Is... There is, is no there? Story. There's no story to it there's at no all? There's no
1: story to it. You take off from the little, like, loading dock where he screams now, you know, here's the wildest ride in the wilderness, which is arguably the best part of the entire ride. Um, and then you go up, and you just kind of go through and look at the, quote, wildlife, unquote, and then there's an explosion in a mine that you narrowly escape, and then you end up by some dinosaur bones, go through the city, or go through the little town, and then end up back in the, um, back in the loading dock.
0: Okay. I think, uh, if I had to guess, this movie is going to be, like, um... It's, I feel like it's going to be, like, one of those, like, we're on the train the whole time type movies, but, like, for kids. Like, kind of like, um, what's the movie, the, the pre, the, not um, Death on the Nile, but the one before that?
1: Oh, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I think it's going That's to be something like that,
0: but for kids. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hmm. think there's—I don't think it's going to be dealing with murder. But I do think it's. God, going to be- I hope so. <laughs> I hope we get some old time. Well, I don't know if
1: my ass my ass from a hole in the ground, but I'm going to go ahead and solve this
0: murder. Yeah. I do think it is going to be like a, some kids and maybe probably a Paul Rudd type person uh, on a train, a human and golden
1: retriever of some sort.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, they're going to be on a train on the big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and there's going to be some hijinks and some mystery, and the train's going to go real fast. And I have a feeling and,
1: Gold will be involved on some yeah, level as well. Yeah, probably.
0: Um, the villain will probably have, like, a bunch of, like... He'll probably oh, be, have, like, a bunch a of mustache. gold teeth. Yeah, and, and like... <laughs> and a big, giant mustache. And he twirls all the time? Yeah. yeah. If he could just be Kenneth Branagh's character from uh, Wild Wild West, I think that'd be great.
1: Or Murder on the Orient Express, except just evil. Or Murder on the
0: Orient Express. Man, he loves old-timey trains. He
1: really does.
0: (laughs) Kenneth Branagh.
1: I love him to death, man. He's so good.
0: Yeah, no. Even he's great. in
1: Wild Wild West, he's the one that's acting the most.
0: Yeah, for sure. He actually is is doing a thing, and it's it's great. He's
1: trying to create a full three D character instead of just being a movie, and I applaud him for that. Even though he's a legless steampunk man in that movie, which yeah. also makes me laugh.
0: Also very funny in that movie.
1: Oh, he's hilarious in
0: that. Yeah, very funny. Um, did you watch uh, that little snippet of a teaser for The Last of Us? I did. Yeah, what'd you I'm think?
1: Very excited.
0: Yes. Shut I up am and as put well. it on
1: HBO Max right now, please.
0: <laughs> yes, please take my money. Like, stop. I'm
1: really. I know that they're called teasers for a reason, but I'm really mm-hmm. tired of getting teased when I see really good projects that I'm like, can I just mm-hmm. watch that now, please? Because I don't have anything really that I'm watching.
0: Yeah, it's it's so. Um, there's no way the show is not going to be good. It-, <laughs> it has to be right. <laughs> because it aside from like it being based on a video game and it being a zombie post apocalyptic thing an
1: award winning video game Oh yeah It's one of the for, best games i've I think ever for played writing yeah. yeah one of the best i've ever played too yeah. but i think it's for writing don't quote me yeah. on that but like it's Probably. got some it's got some awards for like some amazing stuff storytelling yeah. and whatnot Yeah
0: but yeah but even <laughs> you're absolutely right and aside from even even before you even get to all that good stuff it's just pedro pascal being dramatic Yep. And like you know what I mean? like oh, yeah. I, take my money, just yeah. take it Yeah, shut up and take my money.
1: He can be dramatic with a helmet on, off, doesn't matter like I'm like, yes, let's in let's, Spanish, let's, in English. Spanish, English <laughs> it's silent just reading the dictionary. I'm like, yes, take my money.
0: yeah, he's one of those actors where like, uh like I just I'll watch him like just kind of do anything like yep. he's just an interesting person.
1: Oh yeah, so he'd be great like
0: he would be great as Zorro. oh, oh he'd be fantastic as Zoro. That'd be great, or mm-hmm. the villain of Zoro. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Now you're thinking. Yeah. Now you're thinking. Yeah. Now we're cooking. Um, uh, you sent me something saying the community creator says there will definitely be a movie.
1: Yeah. Why? For some reason. Yeah. Because we still hang on to that show all the time. Is it good? Like award winning show. Here's the thing. That show was good for a. I'll be. I'll commit blas- blasphemy from people for a while, or for a split mm-hmm. second. That show was good for the first like season, first like mm-hmm. two seasons. Then they got then they just lost their way with it. And I know that's mm-hmm. due to like showrunner changing hands and like all that stuff mm-hmm. and Dan Harmon not being in charge and everything like mm-hmm. that. But like at that point it just becomes this it almost becomes derivative of itself and yeah. its own humor. And it's just not funny. It's like watching a carbon copy of a carbon copy. And then when they leave like I know Chevy Chase caused problems on set, but when he leaves, the show's done. Yeah. Like, once you lose your core group, you can't replace him with an old man. Like, the, the dynamic's gone. Yeah. You know, because part of the... Anyway, well, I could keep going about it for a while, but yeah, apparently he still wants uh, still wants a movie for some reason, and I'm like, no...
0: Yeah, if like you can make it, care? no one will watch it. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think anyone, like, cares. Like, that was a That's show not that true. was...
1: There's gonna be, there is a small contingent holdover group of people that are still like, have you been watching Community? I'm like, you mean the show that ended years ago? <laughs> are you still watching it? Why are you doing this?
0: Yeah, I feel like it's one of those shows that, like, it was extremely popular for a couple years while it was out, and like, mm-hmm. but no one really goes back to no. it, really, you know what I mean? It's just it, kind of like... Of the time, you know
1: Exactly, it hits the sweet spot of when you were alive at that time But if you're trying to watch it back now for It's not like Parks and Rec that has some, like, nostalgia Like, it's, Parks and Rec predicates itself on strong characters, right? Yes Community doesn't really have strong characters They have caricatures But there aren't really characters Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you can't And that's great for, like That's great for single-camera sitcom stuff But you can't have that That's not good for a movie I don't Mm want to see a movie I don't care (laughs)
0: It would be a waste
1: of time and money.
0: Yeah. It would be. um, Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. No. (laughs) Um, Let's see uh, what else we got here. Oh, so Glenn Powell uh, potentially giving us uh, the uh, Andrew Garfield treatment. Um, Of the
1: I'm not in that?
0: Yeah, the the I'm not in that. I don't know why they keep saying that. No, that's Uh, not me. (laughs) Yeah. So the rumor is he's playing Cyclops in the X Men. Um, Scott
1: Summers. Scott what do you Summers.
0: Think? I think that's a great casting. If it's true, what do you think? Yeah, if you If it's, it's true, good? I yes. If it's true, I think he's great. I think he uh, has the Boy Scout face and oh, yeah. like could totally be. a... I would trust he, that
1: man to walk an old lady across the street.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, and I think it's similar because uh, I don't want to I don't want to discredit what James Marsden brought to the role because I thought James Marsden no, was James great. No, James
1: Marsden was great. He, was, he played the whiny version of Scott Summers of the, like, but, but, yeah. uh, that guy. He did it great.
0: Yeah, he was perfect for the Wolverine that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally would like to see, uh, I think Glenn Powell could bring a, like, a um, kind of an edge to that character that I think James Mars didn't, didn't bring to the character. Yeah, he was a little vanilla. Yeah, that I think would be nice to see. I would um, like to
1: see it if they do the whole X-Men team like they used to have it with Wolverine and Cyclops and Jean Grey and Rogue and all that. I would mm-hmm. like to see what it is a little bit more of where Scott Summers is the leader. He's the de facto leader no matter what, That which puts him on an even footing with Wolverine. Yep. You know, so that when Jean Grey inevitably cheats on Scott Summers with Wolverine, that mm-hmm. there's there's not a deficit between the two characters.
0: yeah. And Cyclops, honestly, like... Uh, now, I have a question. Did sure. she cheat with Wolverine? Do they have a thing? I can't remember if
1: they have a thing together, or if Scott Summers gets so moody he pushes her away to cheat, or if
0: he cheats I with
1: Emma. I, I know don't know how he, it plays out in I the I know that Scott books. Summers ends up... I know he gets married to Emma Frost at some point, but I couldn't mm-hmm. remember if that was because Jean Grey died from the Phoenix Saga, or if... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to look that up. Well, that there goes
0: my day. <laughs> yeah, Exactly down the rabbit hole i go <laughs> well call me later and be like is it now yeah um i like i really like um I, my two favorite x men are cyclops and nightcrawler oh yeah um, cyclops cyclops especially in the like the marvel vs. capcom games he's like the character i use the most oh he's great like i really want to see like cyclops be badass uh because the reality is, is, if he wants to, he could laser anyone's head off. Just you laser I mean? a building apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and I want to see more of more of he's that. He's like
1: one bad day away from becoming, and that's the <laughs> thing I like about Scott Summers. Is like yeah. he's almost kind of one bad day away from becoming a supervillain.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, that's great. Like, let's let's keep that going. Where it's like the almost just like I don't need this shit. Like you don't, mm-hmm. Scott. Now blow that building apart. Yep. Join the
0: Brotherhood of Mutants, please. <laughs> totally. I think, uh, yeah, and I think Glenn Powell would be great for that. He's was great oh, he'd in be awesome. Top Gun. I think he'd be, be awesome. Great, yeah. I
1: think that he, whoever they choose as Wolverine, I think if Glenn Powell is Cyclops, he's perfect to be on an even footing with whoever they choose to be as Wolverine. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's the one thing that I kind of am a little disappointed with is that the, all the the X-Men movies that we've gotten so far that have had Wolverine, it's been the Wolverine show, not the X-Men show.
0: Right. Right.
1: That's kind of why I would like for them to go for an unknown to cast Wolverine. So that, yeah. you know, you don't have that big, so it doesn't feel like it's the Wolverine show again. Yeah. Because the uh, one thing I like to remember, remind yeah. everybody, he's part of a team.
0: Yeah. An unknown or or someone who's not a, a leading man. Right. You know what I mean? Like, not Hugh Jackman. No.
1: <laughs> the multi-singing sensation that is, tap dancing sensation that is Hugh Jackman.
0: Yeah. Because I, like, I think you kind of just need to go as far away from that portrayal of, of Wolverine as you can go. Yep. Um, make him and so short. I, yeah, make him short. I, I, like, I wouldn't want the dynamic to be, like, Wolverine is just, like, a rabid dog that we're just really glad is on our side for the time being. <laughs> that's
1: how you're supposed to feel.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: It's like, I'm real glad you're on my side, buddy. Yeah. Because that berserker yeah. rage you go into, whoof! that's a rough yeah. time for everybody.
0: Yeah. Um, So so um, I'm interested if uh, if Glenn Powell is your Scott Summers, who do you cast as Wolverine?
1: Honestly, at this point, I don't know. Um, All my choices have been picked up for other stuff or in other Mm -hmm. projects. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. That's why I say an unknown. Go with somebody that's short, man. Go with somebody that's short and built. And then just make him really like the Wolverine. Because that's part of the fun in the comics is Wolverine is such a big character. And then he stands up next to like Colossus and he's just this tiny dude that barely clears his hip. Yeah. you know? he- Hear
0: me out. Hear me out. Okay. I'm hearing. This is a rumor that's been going around, but I hadn't heard it recently. Oh, you've gone too recently. far. <laughs> uh, Zach Efron as Wolverine. Yeah, I've heard that rumor as well. Yeah. I think that's. I think that'd be phenomenal casting. Uh, I think he's because he's, he is shorter. He's like mm-hmm. 5'10, 5'8, 5'9, somewhere in that Wolverine's range. Wolverine's
1: shorter than that. Let me look up how tall is Wolverine. Keep talking. I'm going to look.
0: Yeah. Let's see how tall Zach Efron is. Uh, Five, when, Wolverine's I watched, 5'3. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Zach Efron's 5'8, so I think he would look. Short enough, especially if you cast uh, He's I think standing Glenn next Powell's to Glenn Powell,
1: cool. yeah, six so, foot two all American <laughs> man, Glenn Powell, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I think Zach Efron would be great. I think he looks good with a beard. Um, I think he has the enough charisma, and like, I think his facial expressions, I think he could believably pull off the like because just seeing his comedic work in like neighbors, um, yeah, I think he could. Pull off the sort of like unhinged Wolverine rage. Um, and I think it could. Uh, I think he'd bring a really cool, like, because well, especially Hugh, Hugh Jackman was able to cultivate like a cool sense of humor for that character. Mm-hmm. And I think that Zach Zac Efron could do a similar thing, it, but just in a different direction. I could totally see him being like. I think the the idea of like a Glenn Powell, if you're playing him a little older, and then you have Zach Efron, uh, like kind of is like the the rabid kind of uh you know uh heart throbby like you don't really realize he's a heart throb until you look at him a little bit you're like oh that guy's that's pretty handsome you know what I mean (laughs) you're
1: all that scruff he's pretty good looking
0: yeah and I think Zac Efron's a big enough star without being he but he's not a a leading man you know what I mean like Zac Efron's more of like a like a supporting guy and I think that could be a, a cool dynamic between those two um yeah, I like that. I like that more than the Daniel Radcliffe casting. I like that more than Tom Hardy. Like Tom Hardy's too much of a movie star. I don't want to see that.
1: I don't um, want to see him as Wolverine.
0: No, but I think Zach. That That's everybody's
1: like go-to that people yeah, that Hardy. like don't talk movies with me all that much. Like, yeah, Tom Hardy's Wolverine. I'm like, you're not bringing a a not to sound like a jerk, but you're not bringing anything new to the table. We've been putting that on the table since Wolverine was a since Tom Hardy was a thing. Also, yeah. he's too big. He's yes. too recognizable. Yes. Like even he if is. you cover him in like a giant even in peaky blinders I'm like, "Hey, it's Tom Hardy."
0: Yeah. He's got a big beard. And I think the benefit of sort of like the the not talked about benefit of Marvel now owning Fox and now the X-Men is that they Fox needed to put big movie stars in the movie because they needed people to watch take the movie it. because they were putting so much money and they just needed that movie to work, right?
1: Well, they also it, needed people to take it seriously and people wouldn't right. take it seriously unless you have big name actors like Halle Berry and Patrick Stewart right. and whatnot.
0: Right. I feel like Disney is in a wonderful position now to where mm. like they can really do whatever they want with the casting because A, there's very little competition in the superhero market. Um, they and are then, the competition. Yeah, the they are. Market. Yeah, Because exactly. right now
1: DC's not doing
0: shit. Yeah, they're competing with themselves essentially. Uh, and like Disney has infinitely deep pockets, so like they can they can really take the risk and like really cast the movie well. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of why I'm like get a,
0: get an unknown for Wolverine. That'd be fun. Yeah,
1: you don't need to have a face like a, a face actor for for Wolverine. Like get somebody new, mm-hmm. get somebody that doesn't know the role, get somebody mm-hmm. that's kind of out there. You know what I mean? Like somebody that can do the totally. character well. But like that's where I'm at, and I agree with you 100. percent but that's where I get mad at Disney when it doesn't work, is I'm like, you have mm-hmm. all the money in the world. Yeah. <laughs> How did this not... Like, the Eternals, I'm like, you, would, you have all the money in the world. How is this not a success?
0: Yeah. Why are we not funding yeah, this? Yeah, why are we
1: not funding these things correctly?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, in D- well, in DC news, uh, the rumor is Henry Cavill is going to re- uh, reprise his role as Superman in Black Adam. That's the, that's the rumor. I think that would be great. Um. I'm I'm now watching these D, these DC movies completely in a vacuum as if none of the other movies exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of the way you have to go about it. Yep. And uh, the, I'm uh, totally okay with this. The
1: um, Zack Snyder Justice League universe is dead.
0: Yeah. And you just 100%. have to
1: forget all of those. Even though Aquaman 2 is going to have Ben Affleck's Batman and a bunch of surprises. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we don't even need your movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Uh, do you have any speculation as to what uh, Superman's role will consist of in this movie?
1: I think it's going to be at the end.
0: Yeah, just like a cameo. I think it's
1: out. Yeah, I think after Black Adam like destroys a bunch of stuff and saves the day or whatever in his own particular way, I think Superman's going to show up and be like, "Don't do that again." Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, "Or what?" And then that'll set up the movie for us to fight. And I'm like, I'll, I would watch the hell out of a Henry Cavill Superman Black Adam fight.
0: That's yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> like, just make I it a totally... short,
1: make it a twenty-minute short. I'll just shove popcorn in my mouth. I'll pay the mm-hmm. twenty bucks to go for a ticket.
0: Hmm. Um. I think. I think it'll be a cameo either at the end or maybe somewhere in the middle of the movie, mm. where like, uh, Superman. Cause it, does Black Adam? Oh, I guess it does take place on Earth. The movie, yeah, yeah, it must. takes place on it Earth. Must. Well, at least most of it, because I know we spend some time on Black a- Adam's planet, like in the past. Oh, so that takes place on Earth. So, yeah, I mean, I guess Superman does have to show up. Um, yeah, maybe it is. Do you think there's any chance it's bigger than a cameo?
1: I think there's a possibility that it is. Yeah, I think there, there's a massive possibility.
0: Because if I'm Superman and there's, you know, I, you know. I'm assuming Superman can hear and sense
1: uh Yeah, what's going on in the world with Black Adam. Um
0: Yeah, like I'm sure he yeah. would show up at some oh, point. Oh no, Superman's not a
1: Superman's not unaware of what's happening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like you
1: know. And I think that was gonna be my question for the uh for the rest of that movie was gonna be, but where's
0: Superman in all this? Yeah, totally. So, he could I mean, be off
1: planet fighting something. We we don't know. He could be fighting Brainiac on a different on another world. That's totally fine. But at the same time, I'm also like, yeah, but like he'd he'd probably be around.
0: And also, to be fair, we don't know when Black Adam takes place. Like that's this movie, true. So that's true. We'll see. We'll see. It might don't take know place, when it place even
1: before Man of Steel. Like maybe he was the first like flying true. superhero in. in you know, True. that they're going to set up, which would be cool. I mean, whatever. I'm just excited that DC finally seems to have, like, a plan with their movies, and mm-hmm. they know what they want out of them, and they're trying to go forward with it.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, I hear you. All right. Should we get into She-Hulk? Yes, please. Let's do it. All right. Episode two this week. Um, let me get the plot summary <clears throat> here. Um, sorry. Oh, that's all right. Episode 2, Superhuman Law. Um, Walters gains public notoriety after defeating Titania and is dubbed She-Hulk. However, the case is declared a mistrial after the defense successfully argued that her fight with Titania influenced the jury, uh, and she is fired from the district attorney's office. Unable to find other work, Walters is offered a position by opposing counsel Goodman lieber Kurtzberg and Holloway GlkNH and impulsively accepts on her first day GK H partner Holden Holloway informs her that he wants her to head up the film's new excuse me the firm's new superhuman law division and work as She-Hulk full- time her first case is to represent Emil Blonsky, abomination at his parole hearing. Though initially reluctant due to Blonsky's past attempt to kill Banner, or Bruce Banner, her cousin, Walters gets uh, Banner's approval and she accepts the case. However, she soon learns that Blonsky escaped from prison and is participating in an underground fight club. Um, uh, what did you think of this episode?
1: I liked it. Yeah. Tatiana Maslany is just charming as fuck. She's great Like she's so charming in this show Mm -hmm. And I constantly am rooting for her And I'm like yeah being She-Hulk does suck You shouldn't have to do that Mm -hmm. You know you really root for I like it because you really root for her as a character Um, And it's nice to see her I like that this episode dealt dealt more with her being like Well I want a good job but in order to do that I have to be you know She-Hulk And that it's like yeah you're not just yourself anymore You've got two entities that you're like Dealing with excuse me um that you're dealing with, and um those need to uh be reconciled with each other, you know? And part of the people part of the thing is people are gonna want you for your She Hulk stuff and to use you mm-hmm. and then the other thing is, you know, and then that might mean that you're I was interesting because I was sorry, I was just because it could really encapsulate my thought real quick. Um I thought it was interesting that it seems to be that they're pushing the Jennifer Walters character to the background to where mm-hmm. like if she so her face is she hulk but if she really wants to go out and just grab a beer she has to like depower, hmm which i thought was kind of cool
0: yeah i think uh I'm, I'm glad that the show is leaning more towards her being she hulk all the time because mm-hmm. from my experience with she hulk she is she hulk most of the time yeah um as opposed to the hulk um which i like um i like that um the show is just leaning into that i like that uh yeah I like in this I, one thing I really like before I get super deep in anything, I love the pacing of the show. The, the episodes are not long, which is great. Um, They're not long, but they
1: but they feel longer. And not in a yeah. bad way. They yeah. just cram yeah. a lot of stuff into them. And like I right. found myself halfway through. I was like I was like, wow, we gotta be getting, you know, I was like, wow, where are we at this? I was like, Oh my god,
0: we're only halfway through. They fit so much into this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the episodes kind of breeze by, which is which is good. Um In yeah, but in a positive way. Because there yeah, are certain yeah, no. shows
1: that yeah. breeze by in a way that I'm like, Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> Wait, what happened now? <laughs> yeah, who cares? You know what? It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. No, I love I love the show. I love that um, it's funny without being too jokey. Mm-hmm. Um like it it's it's it like it, it, I think it, it's found a good tone. Um it's a it's like a fun light show with heart that like I think this show needs to be and it's for yeah. adults which I like. Um uh what did you think of um what's his name Tim uh Tim Roth? Uh, Tim Roth as a rising as Tim role. Roth.
1: I've loved Tim. Yeah, I've been he's... a fan of Tim Roth's for a long long time. Um yeah, I loved his, I loved his speech about how I thought I was the good guy. Yeah, and I was like, "Yep, that that would make sense," you know. A
0: little bit of a retcon from that performance, oh, but a little, a
1: little very little much so. Fun. Very, very much so. <laughs> what,
0: what, but that movie of,
1: needed to be retconned. So
0: yeah, he was very. Um, now I think they did a good job because. Yes, if you go back and watch the Incredible Hulk, he's very murdery and very like, I'm gonna kill Bruce Banner because he's clearly I clearly the villain. Him. Yeah, he's clearly the villain. But I do like I do like the hand wave of of saying like, Look, they pumped me full of experimental shit against my will. Um, not against his will, but they pumped me full of experimental shit and it made me act weird and I'm not that guy anymore. Like yeah, I his liked whole point that. he's
1: like, I thought I was gonna be the new Captain America. Right. And I'm like, and I, uh, there that it is. line
0: delivery was amazing. Yeah. that Like, was he great. almost said it like almost tearfully, like, hey, yep. man, I thought I was going to be something special, not something everyone calls abomination. Yep. You
1: know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this, that's what I was going to say. Like, when you asked me about his delivery, his delivery in that moment was amazing. Like, he, yeah. the regret he puts into his lines and like his body language and everything like that. I'm like, yeah. Like, I believe that for sure.
0: Yeah. I think they're setting him up, um, to be sort of the i so i have two theories long term about uh the film uh the thunderbolts yes so i think they're setting him up to kind of be the replacement for thunderbolt ross in Mm. in the red hulk like i think they're gonna have abomination kind of fill that role since um uh william hurt is or william hurt right the one who just passed Mm -hmm. yeah william hurt is not around anymore um, that's my first theory, and it seems to make the most sense because they seem to be trying hard to make him likable, which, yeah. and they don't have to try very hard because Tim no, Roth Tim is Roth very likable;
1: he's very charming.
0: Um, but also, my <laughs> other theory is that I, they could possibly be be also using him for Thunderbolts, but they could also be grooming um, what's his name, um, Martin Freeman, for that yeah. role as as the Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was an in, uh, just based solely on speculation from uh, that the. Um, Wakanda Forever trailer, when we see uh, Martin Freeman's character, uh, his his last name is also Ross, uh, is which, it? his character, yeah, Um. so I don't know if he's related to the General Ross or whatever, but his name is I also gonna Ross. I was going to say,
1: I had an idea how to fix the Red Hulk problem the other day. Yeah. Just cast
0: me. Yeah, exactly. Just cast <laughs> me as
1: Thunderbolt Ross's kid.
0: Yeah, I'll do it. I'll <laughs> do it.
1: Somebody's got, you know what, fine, if no one else is going to do this, I'll do it.
0: Yeah. Um, I think Martin Freeman's character would be a good replacement for that as well. Um, they they've given him a new sort of like, like a new more like aggressive haircut. Everett K.
1: Ross, you're right. Now Ross, I have yeah. to look some stuff up. So keep talking.
0: Yeah, they've given him a new haircut for this Wakanda Forever movie, and it's much more like military esque. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think they could be uh, transitioning him to, transitioning him to that the Red Hulk uh, vibe. But uh, we'll see, because I think that's an important part of the Thunderbolts is having that sort of like central kind of Hulk leader. So I think it'd either be Emil Blonsky uh, or Everett Ross and Emil Blonsky in, on the team as well, because I could yeah. see Everett Ross filling that role. Is he related to Thunderbolt Ross?
1: In the comics, there's never been a suggestion that Everett Ross is related to Thunderbolt Ross or Betty Ross. Okay. But they'll probably retcon
0: that. They could totally retcon that and be like, ah, that's my nephew. Or that was my uncle. You know what I mean? They just um, did I mean,
1: a. They just did a uh, familiar relation with She-Hulk. So I don't know if they go that route.
0: But oh yeah, they just did. I mean, you never know. <laughs> I don't. You're right. And, they, and and honestly, he doesn't even have to be related to Thunderbolt Ross in order to be the Red Hulk. No, like he could just be, get turned into a Red Hulk. It's fine.
1: <laughs> if they nail it this close and just turn him into the Red Hulk and his last name is Ross, I go. I just, you know, clean yeah. my hands off, dust my hands off, and I go. Good enough.
0: Yeah, that's fine for me. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened in this episode. Um, oh, the part,
1: the part that got me, the line that really got me is when she's like looking at her new boss. She goes, Are you joking? And he goes, I never joke. And he <laughs> says, As, And there's this lingering moment where he had the actor leaves it with this like, where it's almost like the line would fit if he just goes, I find it annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad this guy's not a villain, at least yeah. so far. Like, I, I like, because that would have been really easy. And like kinda of low hanging fruit. I like that he's kind of just her boss. <laughs> and he's kind and, of a jerk. Yeah, and he's funny. Like yeah. he says uh what he says some line that he says to uh his assistant or something that I just thought was hilarious. Oh, he's got
1: like, great side little quips where she goes, I, I get to choose my own paralegals. I literally do not care who your paralegal <laughs> yeah. is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Hey, I uh literally do not care who your paralegal is <laughs> Like why would he care? There's <laughs> yeah, so much exactly. bigger shit going on. He's the- <laughs> He runs. He runs a law group. Like he says something to his assistant, like in in like a non sequitur. After we come back from like what would be a commercial break, and uh-huh. like a when it's on TV, and he says something so funny. I'm like, wait, what? And I just laughed because it's like it's such a non sequitur, and he's kind of just goofy. Yeah. Like I love that guy. He's Dude, he's, he's very so funny. Holloway good. is very funny.
1: Yeah, he's he's a funny, <laughs> funny guy.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this show. Like, I, I'm enjoying watching it. And there hasn't really been an action thing yet, which I'm totally okay with. Like, I just want to kind of learn these characters and, like, kind of follow the fun. There will be action, I'm sure. Of course. Um, but, yeah, I'm really enjoying the show, man. I'm looking forward to it. Tatiana um, <laughs> you know, great. is great. It'd be too. And that's the thing.
1: I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I have. Like the Mm -hmm. last couple of Marvel shows, they've been good, but they haven't been truly, they haven't really gripped me in the point where I'm like waiting week to week. Like even Moon Knight, I was kind of like, eh, I could skip it week to week. Like whatever. But this show, I'm like, I was, when I went to go watch yesterday, I was mad that there were only two episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, where's, where's, why isn't episode three out? I want to watch more.
0: Yeah, It's one of those shows where, like, you li- because it's more episodic than, like, some of the other Marvel shows that are just kind of, like, one long story, like Moon Knight, um, mm-hmm. this one feels, because it's more episodic, like, it feels like appointment TV. It's like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens this week on yeah, She-Hulk. This week you know on I mean? She-Hulk. And exactly. you're like, yeah, what happened exactly. this week
1: on She-Hulk?
0: Like, I can't wait till they start getting into, like, the different cases and stuff like that. Like, I, oh, it's yeah. just going to be great. Like, it I'm just, just reminds me of, like. Give me Frogman. Yes. This is like this show is basically Ally McBeal with superpowers, you yeah, know what I mean? Basically, and I love and it. And I'm super into that. Lots
1: yeah. less sex in unisex bathrooms than Ally McBeal, but <laughs> sure. you know. But you know, that's why I like it better.
0: I'm sure there will be some of that. No weirdly dancing CGI babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another weird thing that Ally McBeal had. Yes. Um but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this. This is really great. Um I'm looking forward to it. So now, let me ask you one one mm. thing and I know you got to get out of here, but Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah, and then we'll we'll wrap it up.
0: So then let me ask you this. Do you think that um the the fight that uh Abomination is going to is happening is the same fight from Shang-Chi? Like are they, are they, is this running parallel to Shang-Chi? I think so. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they yeah. would introduce another fight. I mean, it kind of it doesn't hurt the story if you go, yeah, there's multiple fights going on and he's been doing this for a while. But it also, mm-hmm. why introduce extra stuff if you don't need to?
0: Totally. You know, um,
1: unless this is the first time that gets it out. And then he talks about how it's good for him to get his anger out. And then the one that we see in Shang-Chi is when is they start letting Wong take him, you know, to get it, you know, to get his aggression out.
0: Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I could see something like that, too. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um, I do think they're running parallel, um, and we'll see. I think we're going to get our Wong cameo. Um,
1: Everybody loves a good Wong cameo.
0: Everyone loves a Wong cameo. He's, he's popping up in everything. He's the he's the connective tissue of the Marvel Universe right well, now. Well, he's
1: the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs>
0: that's true. That's true. All right, Derek, I know you got to run. Um, where can people find you online?
1: Oh, you can find me at Cinephile84 on Instagram. That's capital C-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-E-84 on Instagram. And at Derek underscore Nickel, that's D-E-R-E-K underscore N-I-C-K-E-L on Twitter.
0: Cool. You can find me at Asan the DJ on social media. That's at A-H-S-O-H-In-the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media and at weeklyregular.com. Derek, thanks again for joining me, and we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>